0: Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places.
1: Hello and welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast, a place of peace and love and conversation to bring us all to a better understanding of how to move through life, aware of ourselves and what's possible. I'm Lisa. Frank, how are you doing?
0: Lisa, I'm doing well. You know, the world is still chaos out there.
1: Oh my gosh, yes.
0: And our tagline was, find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. So we've got a challenge today.
1: And who would have thought it would have gotten I don't know as worse an okay word to use more complicated how about that but before we dive in I want to tell everyone up front that we have an email account and we would love to hear from you we're getting emails at exploringawareness@gmail.com, at gmail.com. and if you want to send some feedback or share how you're doing we love hearing from you in fact next episode we'll share from some people that we've heard from so please write us at exploringawareness@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I would think this is a time we really need to feel some connection wouldn't you agree
0: Absolutely. We get a lot of feedback on the podcast, and it's um, great to hear that people are listening, and we're all kind of going through this together. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's a connection anyway, you know, connection right. of, all, of all of us, and it's nice to put that into words.
1: So here we are going through a pandemic, and now, and we know we have listeners all over the world, which we're very, very grateful for, but in the United States, it's a time of great unrest right now a lot going on along the lines of of race and inequities and police situations and i'm finding frank that i've learned a lot from these conversations about how to stay calm and find our joy but i'm finding that even more challenging than ever so is it a matter of uncovering something or how do we become more calm in these very tumultuous times
0: well you know isn't it Interestingly, so we started this podcast, let's say the end of January, early February yeah. of 2020. And you know, our goal was to kind of lay out this idea of awareness. And so the the first, I think, six episodes lay out things like being aware of the breath, being aware of the body, being aware of the thoughts, being aware of emotions and even being aware of awareness. And we were taking our listeners you know, through these steps and discussing the different points about discovering our truer, deeper selves, our wisdom selves. We've called it essence. We've called it mm. home. We've called it um, inner resource. We've called it inner strength. We've used the words peace and love and joy and equanimity. And so, there's ways that cultivating that part of us that doesn't change no matter what the situation, you know, the inner dimension, the inner resource, it was applicable when we got the coronavirus pandemic, which we still have. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be applicable in this situation as well. But th- this situation is much more complicated because there's a lot. Of emotions there's a lot of history there's a lot of cultural conditioning that goes into this and so it, it's it's more difficult to tease this out but there's no question in my mind that the inner resource you know is the place we can cultivate and move forward in this situation
1: and when we've talked about that before, we've talked about your inner joy. You have taught us that the joy is always there, right? We just yeah. it up. And in case you don't know what we're talking about, we've had some racial inequality in the United States. A, a man died under the knee of a police officer who held him there for nine minutes, in case you haven't heard. There's been demonstrations, some peaceful, some not so peaceful, all over the United States. And it's really bringing a hundreds, four or 500 year old situation to a head at a time where we're already dealing with a pandemic. And here and we're in Michigan and there's been floods and fires and it really makes you wonder what is really happening right now. So Frank taught me and hopefully if you've listened to earlier episodes, he says the joy is always there, right? Yes. And we just cover it up. So if you want to get to the joy, you have to find a way to get to the joy. And at this point, I don't know. I would have to say I almost feel guilty feeling joy, but I really would like to find my inner calm. Is that near joy? Right.
0: Well, Well, yes. You know, and, and what is joy? Joy hmm. is different than happiness. You know, this is not a happy situation. Right, right, right. By any means. And, you know, and, and joy and happiness are are, are very different. And, and we do have to kind of tease this out a little bit because I don't, I'm not saying you need to be happy about this, right. but there is a joy in grasping the truth of the situation. Now, the, when we talk about there's joy there, it, but it gets covered up, sometimes it's only covered up, you know, by a thin layer of your own discursive thoughts, right? I mean, if you're upset about a particular situation, perhaps if you look at it deeper, there's maybe one layer to go down, to kind of say, oh yeah, but I'm okay, and you know, connect to that inner joy. Now we've got many, many, many more layers on top of this. Uh, that I guess the word "dig deeper," you know, <laughs> is a word to use. And the other thing we've talked about in this podcast, and I, and I know you you like this, is is the reaction. Versus response.
1: Yeah, I think we cannot talk about that too much. I really don't. Right, and so there's
0: there. It's kind of related to the to the way you're asking about you know kind of joy and peace and equanimity and and generosity. And what we've been saying in in this approach is that when you you cultivate your your inner wisdom and your your inner self. You, You move around the world in a different way. And so you respond to what is happening. And so when you look at what's really happening out there and what started all this based in, like you said, hundreds of years of inequity and institutional racism and social structures that keep people from progressing and and all these things that, have, that it's easy in, a, in, in certain people's bubble not to see. But you, you, you see this being brought up to the surface, and you see thousands and thousands of people responding. They're responding in a very authentic way, in a very sincere way. They're taking themselves out into, a, into the street, and they are making it known that this is not acceptable that that this doesn't fit in the moral ethical framework that people know you know from their inner wisdom that that should be the case i mean i think that's very clear and the majority of what's happening out there are people responding and i think we can't forget that because what we see is people reacting Right people reacting with violence and 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 and, and looting and, and and all these things and you know and people reacting against them and then people reacting against that and reacting and reacting and reacting right being pulled around by the nose by this that and the other thing and certainly when you watch television and you you hear what gets the most attention is the reactions
2: Mm. there's a
0: way that when other people react that just you know gets you to react and probably you may have been sitting in the television maybe you're reacting with with extreme sadness you know that makes Mm. you feel paralyzed or you might react with such anger that you want to go out and you know do the same thing and people have true feelings about things but but the reaction is different than the response. You know, the reaction is coming from conditioning, what you think ought to be right. And it's it doesn't come from a wisdom place. How can a how can looting a store, turning a police car over, shooting and all these things come from a wisdom place? It's the response, you know, when people are peacefully Presenting themselves in opposition to these larger structural things, that to me is a response.
1: seems like a lot of people are angry and a lot of people are fearful, and we have a lot of negative emotion rearing up in the United States right now. What is the the medicine or the solution for that?
0: Yeah we no doubt, and as we've talked about before, you know, that's a normal thing that happens to us to have emotions around these things. And so today, George Floyd's brother, you know, was out in Minneapolis speaking to the crowds. And he's mourning, obviously. He's in the middle of his his mourning, but he's also talking about reaction versus response, you know. Mm -hmm. And and certainly he's, not only is he grieving and mourning, um, those emotions are happening in him, but he's also saying, that his brother and he do not want people destroying the community over this you know they don't want people doing violence they want you know something else to change and so as, as we look at this and and emotions are gonna are gonna well up we're gonna need well we don't need to do anything but there's there is an option here okay instead of getting pulled around by emotions what if you know, it's nice to meditate to do this when you stop back and you take a look at your emotions and become aware of the emotions. You become aware of the fear. I think uh, episode seven was about fear of the coronavirus. Becoming aware of these things and resting as awareness. Now, Pat sounds difficult and it sounds like it's not possible because your brain is saying, well, how is that possible? We have all these things going on and my brain is being pulled here, 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 here. No doubt that's happening and, and that's not going to stop. But there's, a, there's another layer, there's another potential, there's another opportunity for us to be aware of the fear to be aware of the sadness and to be you know aware of the anger. Now, from that place of awareness, okay, that's where you'll start to connect to the deeper wisdom. That's the place where you connect to the inner strength. That's the place that's being covered up by all of these things. And that is the place that's motivating you, that's driving you, then there's an opportunity to do something different, you know, and to actually there's, there's generosity there, there's love there, there's peace and there's joy. Maybe you'll go out and start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can go to a peaceful um, march. Maybe you can go to a city council meeting. Maybe you can be a, a political worker for your candidate of choice or any other possibility that you might think of that would be a wise and effective way to respond to this. Once you can become aware of those things, then you're, then you're freed up. You're not confined by all those emotions.
1: Okay. So you're aware of them. And let me just say, I'll I'll just be honest. You know, I've been, I'm, pretty much a follower and a believer and all these things that you say and it's not a thing it's just a way of being and it's awareness and I hear you and I've learned from it but because there's so much happening right now it kind of catches up with me like at the end of the day and you mentioned you're connecting to your inner strength and I think that yes that's what I'm looking for is that through meditation and just having that that river of calm flowing through you? Or how do you connect to your inner strength?
0: Yeah, so, so it's there. It's always there. It's there in everyone. Absolutely everyone. It's actually in every person that's doing violence and everyone is not doing violence. It doesn't matter what things you're doing. It doesn't matter what's going through your brain. It doesn't matter how you're reacting. All of those things happen. You know, they're all kind of... Uh, brain things they 're all kind mm. of trained things they 're part of your group they 're part of your upbringing they 're part of how you think things ought to happen so so all that 's happening you know kind of as a in, a in a very small confined you know set of reactions and habits and conditioning mm. so when we talk about going beyond that gig understanding what makes you do those things, the connecting to that deeper awareness is as stable and calm as space, you know, as the whole universe. And Mm. we all share that and we all have Mm -hmm. that unity. That's why there's, you know, when I see people doing all this violence, I mean, there's also a sense of compassion for their situation that leads them to do that. I mean, I certainly don't condone it, but You know, from this place, you know, from this awareness place, you can see well that they're doing that because they've got these ideas that they picked up somewhere along the way that this is how you ought to act, this is how you make change, and they're not correct. You know, when you've got other leaders, you know, thinking, well, if they're going to do this, then I got to do this back because that's the correct thing to do. But you also have the fantastic police chiefs that are marching with people, you know, with all the peaceful Mm. protesters. But you ask how do you get to that? And 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 then you also use the word um belief. And there's and I don't um I just want to back up to that and say this isn't about beliefs because this is about personal experience. It's about knowing. So there's nothing to believe here. There's there's only an opportunity to know, and it's everyone's personal opportunity might I say, responsibility to get to know that place. And actually, it's extremely important because the more people that can wake up from this delusion of thoughts, this delusion of these all these ideas, they're not going to go away and you're not going to be a weak person because of this, believe me, you'll be a lot stronger. I used to teach Sunday school at the Buddhist temple and we had a little saying, It said, a peaceful person makes a peaceful family. And a peaceful family makes a peaceful neighborhood. And a peaceful neighborhood makes a peaceful city. And a peaceful city makes a peaceful state. A peaceful state makes a peaceful country. A peaceful country makes a peaceful Earth, a peaceful Earth, makes a peaceful universe. And so, you know, that, that's what we taught the kids. But it is so, so true, because what else can we do but first find peace within ourselves? Mm-hmm. And we need enough people who can do that to kind of increase the number of peaceful people so that, you know, other people can, can learn from them. That's really so, so important. We need a um, threshold number of people, and that's how the world is going to change. There's another Buddhist saying that I like. It. There's different Buddhist books, and one is called the Dhammapada, and it's one of the most common ones. And there's a really interesting kind of quote from that book, and again, this isn't a religious thing necessarily, but you see, the one thing about Buddhism is they don't want you to believe anything, but if it, if it makes sense to you, then use it. So here's what I'm going to read. It's from the Dhammapada, and it says, look how he abused me and beat me, how he threw me down and robbed me. Live with such thoughts and you live in hate. Abandon such thoughts and live in love. In this world, hate never yet dispelled hate. Only love dispels hate. This is the law, ancient and inexhaustible.
1: That is such a such a powerful thought that hate does not dispel hate
0: how could it hate just makes more hate Hmm. at some point someone's got to switch over to love now i like the phrase before that and that they say abandon such thoughts and live in love and we've talked about before you can't abandon your thoughts you can't make yourself stop thinking but when you become aware of your thoughts those things tend to drop because you're no longer identifying with thoughts you're identifying with the awareness of the thoughts and when you identify with awareness of thoughts what's that space it's that space of love and peace Mm. and joy and generosity so beyond thoughts being aware of thoughts opens up this place of love and then you move in a different lane where you're responding instead of reacting.
1: So let me ask the practical questions because I have several, but I've been trying to let you speak because I thought those were such beautiful thoughts. How do you become, and I know we've discussed it, but it never hurts to go over it again. How do you become aware of your thoughts to get to that place?
0: That's, a, that's an interesting way you ask that question. I'm gonna I'm just going to play around with it for a second.
1: All um, right. Well, it's like, it's, for me, it's like, I hear you and I want what you're giving and yes, those are such great thoughts and they're so beautiful and necessary, but how do we get there? You know, you talked before about be a peaceful person.
2: How do, you begin, how
1: do you become how? a peaceful person? You know, right, I'm, right. I'm being, trying to be really practical here because yeah. I want other people to be able to do this as well.
0: I, I think so. And I think this situation brings up that question is because yeah. if someone, you know, it's, it's just like turn the other cheek. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. It's the same type of thing, isn't it? Turn the other cheek. And, and there's really no, this is not about being passive and it's not about um, mm. letting people walk all over you. Absolutely not. It's about finding your true strength. You know, that isn't that your strength doesn't come from hate. Your strength comes from wisdom. But when you said the, the way you asked the question still talks about like, well, how do you do it? And and there is a technique, but it, it's not, it doesn't have to, it doesn't work in the way that we would normally expect things to work. It's not like you do this and you'll get this because it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's more subtle than that, right? And so we're, we, we are in our culture, like, take a pill or, or do this, and sometimes mindfulness, you know, can be that way. If you do mindfulness, you'll be more relaxed. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and that's partly true. But when we're talking about exploring awareness, there has to be a, a way where you can be in a place where, where you start to cultivate awareness. And, and and once you kind of know what that is, then it starts to grow more. It starts to present itself more in your, in your daily life. And so in our podcast, in the way that we're talking about it, how do you become aware? How do you become more conscious? How do you become, you know, kind of connected to your inner resource? You got to take some time out of your day and sit and the way we do it here is we start with the breath because the breath is always there and just start becoming aware of the breath and then of course thoughts are going to come up you'll become distracted by the thoughts become aware of the thoughts emotions are going to come up become aware of the emotions and give yourself a break and and then see what happens, right? And so in, in the process of doing that, you will start to notice an opening to something deeper. And so I can't tell you how to do it, but I can kind of be a guide to that place for you, you know? Because it really is something that you have to do on your own. It really is something that people can tell you you know dance around it but but your but your own personal experience that isn't something that you think up it's not top down but this but this place will start to open and i know that you've had that experience lisa
1: well i know and i know I we've did. discussed it and it, so you're just like you're in a moment and it's going to the respond versus react thing right instead of just jumping in and feeling a negative emotion just stop and breathe and think about your breath and that will make you more peaceful and you'll get to that peaceful feeling just by being aware of that very moment. Is that what you're saying?
0: That's that that's that's a a very good start.
1: I don't you can't say that too often. You know, (laughs) I think it's a great reminder. And that's why I love talking about responding versus reacting because in my own life and in my own world I'm surrounded by a lot of reactors versus responders. And it Mm -hmm. I don't like it you know, and I try to, to, to talk about, you know, respond versus react and then we'll all be so much more peaceful. But again, you can't tell anyone else how to be. So then, and I know we've talked about it many, many times. I mean, you, it doesn't hurt to be reminded of it, because I think for you to read that lovely thought about be a peaceful person and you'll have a peace. It's great. Great. Yes. Yes. But again, remind us, please how to be a peaceful person. The
0: funny thing is we are all peaceful people. It's like, it's, it's funny. Um, someone I was talking with the other day said, we're trying to solve a problem that we don't even have. <laughs> mm. we, we actually don't have this problem. We, we think we have this problem. We've been trained to have this problem, but actually we're trying to solve a problem <laughs> that we don't have. And that's why I like that term return home. It's like I was delivering a baby the other day, and I was looking at that little baby, and I was like, "That baby is unconditioned, and just right there, and just as peaceful and happy as can be." And that's how we all came into the world. We came into the world as peaceful, loving, happy little, you know, people. And as we grew up, we learned, and we learned. A lot of you know good information that we can use to help the world. We also learned prejudice. We learned preconceived ideas. We learned judgments. You know, we learned norms. We learned all of these things that um, that that in some cases took away from our joy and from our happiness. Um, we learned maybe that we had to do things in a certain way to make sure our parents loved us. Um, we might've learned to do things in a certain way so that we could, you know, stay in our religious groups. There's a lot of things that we learned along the way. But, you know, is that who you really are? Or is that what someone else told you that you are? I mean, how does racism come up? I mean, how, you know, people learn that. That's not, that's not part of your nature. You learn that from your parents and from your societies and from your groups people learn how to make policies based on that as well for 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 national policies, people maybe some people feel like the only thing i need to do in life is make money at whatever cost and they've they've learned that that is not awareness that is not part of inner wisdom it's but it's way far from that But you know, you learn these things, and that becomes this reality that isn't actually true. All these problems are created. You actually don't have a problem at your core. Does that make sense?
1: Is it something you unlearn?
0: Well, you can't really unlearn it, you just have to become aware of it. So when you know the things that are making you tick, when you become aware of it, then you connect to that deeper part of you that says, oh, that's, that's why I do that. Is that really, do I really want to be selfish? You know, do I really want to be, you know, promote inequity and racism? Do I really think that the world is only about me and making money, you know? So,
1: well, all right, I'm going to stop you there because I think a lot of people do. So uh, uh, not judging, but just observing. So how do you get to a place where you realize all this? Do you have to want to? Yeah,
0: that's a great question. You do have to want to. If people are listening to this podcast and they're like, you know, my life feels like it's fearful, like it's not authentic, like it's going crazy and haywire. And there must be another way. This is what we're talking about. You yeah, know, there's some people who don't have any interest in that. You're absolutely right.
1: So, that's one of the reasons we do this podcast so people can hear about it and perhaps learn about it and get on a more peaceful path.
0: If that's what they'd like to do, absolutely. So, so, so a lot of people are looking for something deeper, you know, something more. And you know, a lot of people have had religions and, and a lot of religions do a good job at helping people connect to that mm. deeper part of them. Right. You know, I mean I'm not anti-religion, but but some but some people don't find that in their religions. And actually when I learned about this, I was um, still practicing Catholicism. And I'm like, I really understood the spiritual aspects of Catholicism a lot more when I started to meditate, you know, the I think I told you before at that entrance to that meditation center in Thailand, it says, may you find the heart of your own religion. And so people who are part of religious communities and happy about it can go deeper into that through these techniques. But there's some people who don't have a religion, you know, or who have left religions or they've been felt like that religion wasn't right for them, which is also fine. What's your access point to something deeper? And that's why I think that people are looking for that. And sometimes they don't even know they're looking for it because they don't know that there's even an option. But you've heard of people who get put in jail for life and and they wake up in jail. Mm, Oh my gosh. Now I realize that I did all of those things because I wanted to be part of the gang. You know, I wanted to be included. I, I didn't have a father. Or I didn't have a community. And these, these people took me in, you know, and I, I kind of got brainwashed into doing all these things. And then, then you see it later on, right? So how do you see it? So if you're out judging people, or even if you're being really passive and you're not even paying attention to this, you know, that might not feel right either. So, you know, without being hard on yourself and without judging yourself, because that's another thing that doesn't happen with awareness. You allow thoughts and emotions to just come as they are and become aware of that. And and, and that's why it may not be relaxing, because you may have to face things that that you've kept down for a very long time. Frequently, they can be resolved. Sometimes you need some help to resolve that
1: this reminds me of one of my favorite quotes about um it's never too late to become who you are or what you want to be yes it's never too late every day is a new day it's another opportunity and one thing that you said strength comes from wisdom i love that that's so amazing i wish There was this one takeaway. Well, how can we summarize this? What can we say to people? I think what you said about looking at the newborn baby and and you don't come into the world with racism. You don't come into the world with hate and you don't come into the world with judgment. You come in pure and all those things are learned, I guess. Mm -hmm. I wish there was one way, what can we say to people to make them aware of that? I mean, we were going to put out a, a quote or a slogan or a one little message that might Tempt people to really hear that. Is there a way you could summarize it or what you would say? I mean, pretty well said it already.
0: The, the phrase that comes to my mind is you aren't who you think you are. <laughs> if you're thinking, right, yeah. then, then you're, you've got this whole story. Yeah. And so when, when you become aware of the thoughts, that's who you are. It's not what you think. You know, it's, it, it's beyond thought who you really are. You know, that one philosopher said, I think, therefore I am. I mean, that's that would be opposite of what we're talking about. It's not because you you, you aren't who you are because you think. You are who you are because you're aware of your thoughts. And all I can do is say those things over and over again, but to experience Mm. it. And, you know, in the guided meditation, we'll do that again. And there's always that question of faith of something deep inside that says, yes, there is something else. I'm going to try. I'm going to try it. And I'm going to try to, I'm going to try it. And then then I'll say, don't try. Do. <laughs> you know, don't think. Just sit. Stop thinking. But, but, but I won't say stop thinking, but you might have to stop for a minute. But I want you to sit be with yourself no matter what happens in your brain being aware of it now that's not going to be easy for everyone that's okay too but if it if it's something that you're interested in connecting to your deeper wisdom connecting to the interior dimension it takes a lot of courage because your brain's got a lot of things to tell you and some of them are not true and so your job will be to let that play out, and then see for yourself where that leaves you. And for me personally, that's left me with, you know, the the, the cow without huh. nostrils. So I'm not getting pulled around. I'm not being hijacked by, you know, the the the, the people doing the violence or the people not wearing masks because. I'm just not going to be, I'm not going to let that affect me. You know, it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening and we've got to do something about it. But that, you know, we use that word before being hijacked by the emphasis being placed on people doing all these things that seem evil. Well, actually that's only what we really need to focus on is the people doing the things that are peaceful and the people that are doing things to try to change things. And that's where we need to go. But everyone is really more focused on that reactivity because it kind of breeds more active reactivity and people like to get into it. It's like, stop and look at what you're doing. And are you really helping to solve the problem? I think people. some people are trying to create more problems. Mm -hmm. And hate will never dispel hate. Only love will dispel hate. And as difficult as that sounds, from what we're talking about here, that is the way out. And to connect to love, we're going to have to go deep and find it and not think it. But once we find it, then we express it in our lives in a different lane.
1: And maybe you shouldn't have to go so deep to find love.
0: Well, for, for some people, it's, it's there. It's yeah. right there. Right. And I know for you, that's been a big driving force in your life.
1: Well, and then you mentioned faith a few minutes ago, and I feel like I'm hearing today, you when you talk about faith, have faith in yourself
0: have faith that there's another way and living in fear and sadness and anger there's another way and my dog Jack agrees That was called an amen in dog.
1: Yeah, life. I was going to say that. Is it Jack? Is that your dog's name? Yeah, Jack. Jack says amen. Yes, all right. A lot of dog lovers out there. They don't hear you necessarily, but if Jack says so, then yeah, we're in.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, you know, one day we'll be back in the studio and we'll miss all these <laughs> poor audio <laughs> and recordings and background noises.
1: Uh, okay, I'm ready to meditate.
0: Okay, great. Lisa, what... What do you think you and people would 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 want to work on today in meditation?
1: Well, when we started this conversation, I was d- determined to talk about finding our inner calm, but the, the the phrase hate and love and peace and I was like, oh, we need that so much and maybe getting to that place or talking about that or, you know, your, your choice dealer's choice, but I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of those, but I cannot tell you how bold over I am by that and how I'm feeling it.
0: Oh, about, about the, um, the hate. Yeah.
1: Term.
0: Never dispels hate. Yes. Yeah. You know, Martin Luther King used that term as well. Hmm. And And it's so true. It's, at a deeper level you know than than the reactivity level and certainly I think people have that urge to go and do something and make themselves and make their right their their things known but it's not effective
1: well i think for someone like me who it's been my job to be so immersed in illness from the pandemic and the unrest because of the racist acts and then to hear that is such an soothing antidote to the whole thing is like we need that so if you're asking if you want to meditate on something we could meditate on peace or we can meditate on love or meditate on our connecting to our inner calm or all of the above because we need we i know i want to meditate on something that we need that will help us
0: right okay now. and so what we'll do is we'll meditate and uh, and and let's make the intention um, of this meditation to connect yes. to, your, to your inner core, that to connect good. to a place that's already there, right? And yeah. so what I'd like to do with this meditation is, is provide something that people can use and whenever they need it. But if you can remember as well, um, and what I do a lot is I, I, I do a quick breath body scan to kind of find you that that place but we'll we'll go over that again like as we usually do and i'll do some guiding intention will be to connect to a deeper place that that feels authentic to you and isn't proscribed by someone else hmm. even though those things may come up and if people can do this every day it's a good practice to start the day with a chair is fine. I don't recommend laying down because sometimes you can fall asleep. So sitting in your chair upright. Again, with the intention of letting whatever is going to happen, happen. Uh, with the intention of not judging yourself for anything. So if your mind wanders, you're not doing that wrong. You're doing it right. Because you once you know your mind wanders, that's a glimpse of awareness when your mind is wandering you know you're not aware you're just wandering and and you and you know right now you're breathing and you're not aware of it and so that's the coolest thing about the breath is you use that to start because it's like the breath is unconscious and it's like oh i'm actually breathing and you can say, "Oh, well, I'm actually thinking." <laughs> and who is the I that's saying that? So, so let's start. You're sitting down, and you have your intention, and you know you're listening to this whenever, but you're still joining. Lisa and myself and the other many listeners that are doing this and you're also joining thousands and thousands of other people who have just started this or have been doing this for a very long time and could be saying the same things and I might even just say welcome you know welcome and thank you for trying this out and encourage you to continue even though it might seem difficult. We need people to be driven by their inner resources.
2: And you can do it. Just be very gentle, compassionate with yourself and feel your body
0: and your chest. And your chest expands, and air goes in your lungs. And then it contracts.
2: And air goes out.
0: And you need oxygen for your body. So that's coming in, and your body produces carbon dioxide. It's going out.
2: It started when you were a little baby. You were
0: unconditioned. Someone helped your mother and brought you out and tried you off and you started breathing. And Your parents were so happy, you were breathing and crying. And so let your breath be something to connect you to your innocence. Connect you to that part of you that you've always had. And by just becoming aware of the breath and again i it just it's a sense that you're aware of your breath and this is the doorway to realizing who you are and again it's a the, it's not the thought of it you can't figure it out just let it Be aware of your breath. And you can be aware of your body. You know, you may have an adult body or a teenage body or someone near the end of their life body And we all started this little baby body. We all started as a one cell, actually. And when we were were one cell, you didn't know the sex, you didn't know the race, you didn't know the Part of the country, the political affiliation, the mask, or no mask, we're all exactly the same. And now you feel your body has grown. Feet are much bigger now. Your legs. And all your organs in your abdomen, your chest, your hands, your arms, your shoulders. You learned how to walk, how to skills with your hands. Your brain grew. You went to school filled with great information. You learned how to be kind and generous and loving. but you also might've picked up being judgmental, making opinions,
2: thinking, there's only one way to do certain things very black and white
0: and that's the human experience as a child. It was really important sometimes for your parents to make it very clear.
2: And it may have been easy to just carry on that way. but your
0: brain carries all of that with it. And also, right now there's information coming at you and the way that it's said or the assumptions that are made. Just think about, all the conflicting information you might see. And just like we're aware of the breath, can be aware of what's going on in our thoughts,
2: Imagine yourself sitting on a cliff
0: and just watching the waves crash against the shore. And those waves are all your thoughts All the information coming in and you sitting on the cliff is the awareness. And sitting solid and still
2: while all that water swirls.
0: can you can you let the water swirl while you just sit in awareness
2: and the water can't get you the water isn't going to take you away
0: You're stable, you're safe, you're solid. You see what's going on.
2: And a sense of joy
0: arises. In the fact that you're just there in the present moment, letting what happens happen.
2: Because it's not you, it's
0: not who you are. There's something way more immense and Beautiful than all that swirling chaos and beautiful scenery, all those things are there.
2: But going deeper into your being.
0: You know, when you're looking at the water, you can see there's water coming from this direction, water coming from that direction. There's like there's a wisdom where you see all of these thoughts are coming from, oh, so what my father used to say,
2: do I really believe that? You know, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm deeper tapping into this wisdom.
2: It's peaceful.
0: There's something about the Ability to watch all this happen. It feels peaceful. You know, boulder falls over, something crashes.
2: Is stay peaceful. Maybe there's a sense of just love for
0: yourself and the world in all of its chaos and beauty. And so from that place of wisdom and love and understanding and non-judgmentalism maybe now you can get
2: up and move
0: through the world with those qualities as your purpose. And you will use your brain as a tool to respond in a way that's right for you,
2: in a way that's authentic for you.
0: And you can get yourself a sturdy raft and go into those waters. And no matter how chaotic that they are, you will remain. is perhaps you've identified this authentic self that moves with wisdom and love and peace and joy and generosity and forgiveness and gratitude. Your essence drives this raft through all of that chaos. and you'll start to meet other people who are doing the same thing. And together, together,
2: we continue to move in unity.
0: And people start to feel it, and they're
2: like, "Wow." Oh.
0: what a... Why are you so calm? Why are you effective? Why do you get things done?
2: They'll feel it. And then you can tell them.
0: So during these meditations, surely your mind will wander. And just like you breathe, minds wander. Just go back to the breath.
2: Be aware of the breath, aware of thoughts.
0: aware of these emotions that come up and just see if you can rest as awareness and rest
2: in wisdom. And this is the way that um, love will dispel hate.
0: And so we'll end there now by taking three deep breaths.
2: And you can open your eyes and stretch.
1: Bringing the calm to the chaos, I like that.
0: Well, the calm is already there.
1: <laughs> we always can use the reminders. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You
0: know, it, it does take a lot of reminders because, you know, our, we, have, we use our thoughts to protect ourselves and to keep things the same way. And, and it's, you know, it doesn't have to be that way, but it's, it's, it's a practice. That's what we call a practice. We'll just keep doing
1: it. Well, thank you for all your wise, inspiring words tonight. I know I appreciate it. I hope everybody listening does as well. I hope
0: so. I hope so. I mean, we are going to do our part to contribute to something. And, you know, this podcast is what we've come up with. Mm -hmm. and And I really hope that it helps. And I hope that we can help inspire some people to do this and work on changing this world
1: and if you feel inspired and you want to let us know you can email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com I'd love to hear from you and if there's something you want us to talk about or address in an upcoming episode feel free to let us know there as well exploringawareness at gmail.com
0: yeah tell your friends <laughs> check us out on facebook and twitter and all those things
1: instagram
0: instagram as well and uh, we'll keep doing this and and develop these ideas and um as long as we keep having global crises we'll talk about those and but we've got some other ideas for later on as well so we're we're in it to win it so
1: well thank you so much for listening
0: goodbye everybody see you soon This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.